0: Eric Atlas podcast. My name's Zach. I am joined with Corey Donahue, and it feels great to be back. Hey guys, we're back. These guys have been around for a couple months. I have been on the couch and the links Got some cheers and the links doing some rehab on the old knee, but it feels great to uh, to be back in the chair talking to you guys. How's everybody been? What's the norm? I mean, great. What's the normal? Amount? Jeez, are you even paying attention? <laughs> no. What, what are you doing? Do, okay. what is a, Whatever you did to your knee, tore an ACL, MCL, meniscus? Correct. Do, stop there. Those three. All right. Perfect. You tore all those. That's incredible, actually. What's the normal time to be out of a podcast when you tear a meniscus, uh, tore, ACL, MCL? They say eight to ten months. <laughs> Saturday was a year. Po- back to full podcasting uh, strength. It's rough, so I'm back. It, it takes took a toll it, on the it body. It took a you know a little longer than you know doctors thought, but you know I'm back. Yeah, that's why Donovan never does podcasts. You know, uh, his his body's just got a lot of miles on it. Can't you do know? It. God, should watch him. How about you? him going out as a title title master yesterday? Oh, that was good. Uh, oh yeah, we watched it together, didn't we? Well, from across the bar. We were texting each other. Yeah. <laughs> we were texting from across the bar, which was cute. Yeah. Proud of Lando. We're, we'll talk more about his retirement, I would imagine, in the uh, upcoming yeah, episode I, with Chris Donahue. I, I, who, okay. I was no, going to say, I was like, no, because we have so many important I have a, topics now. We can't get to I have a good, have a good Chris Donahue story about that. Uh, so Chris Donahue, uh, uh, formerly on this podcast, will be in the future, uh, loves Lando Donovan. Loves him. Just crazy about Lando. So... Uh, Last week I go, so Chris, are you going down to LA for the uh, MLS Cup Final? Because he likes to go when he can, you know. And I was down with him and his fiance, and he just got this look on his face, and he goes, nope. (laughs) And she goes, and that's fine. He has engagement photos that day. (laughs) So it's basically your fault. You don't ask in front of her. Oh, I know. What are you doing? No, and then she goes, he has engagement photos that day, and that's fine. (laughs) And, and, And he goes... Yeah, and I got to say my goodbyes in Hartford, and she goes, and you got to touch his leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she knows. She's on board. She gets it. Yeah, so fair.: Congratulations to uh, my brother Chris on touching Landon's leg. Uh, we all wish we could be there. Chris, if you're listening, which I know you are, <laughs> um, we'll, we're scheduling a trip to Thailand next August anyway, so maybe we'll run into him there. Oh yeah, yeah. And we'll just we'll just go find a beach and find Landon Donovan. He'll likely be on a study abroad there, I would imagine. Absolutely. Or, why wouldn't he be? Why wouldn't he be? He woke up this morning and he was nothing to do. And I digress. Did you see that announcement today from US Soccer? We got quite the uh Quite a list of opponents coming up. I now, saw it. Now, they haven't updated the website yet, so I don't have it in front of me. I got it. You want me to read it to you? <laughs> it wasn't, like, officially announced by U.S. Soccer. It was somewhat leaked. It was leaked. Oh, oh, we've got some leaked information. This is like the Huskers coach. Yeah. <laughs> we don't got to get into that. Dude. Corey <laughs> Uh Well, the one that wasn't leaked was the U.S. Women's National Team's World Cup schedule, which we will get to in a minute, too, Uh Another group of death, two groups of death announced in 2014, or I guess, you know. but 15? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to say, you know. <laughs> well, well, I mean, this one was in... We played a group of death in 2014, but it was... Cl- it was technically announced in 2013. So what are you calling this that got leaked today? The the no, 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 string no, no. of friendlies of death? No, oh, oh, there's that too. But I'm at the Men's World Cup. that was oh, leaked in God. December of 2013. We're not over that yet? No. <laughs> not even close. Unbelievable. Okay, anyway, the leaked, the leaked uh, opponents and dates today were January 28th against Chile. In Chile. Away. Away. Good opponent, Chile. Guy work with is from Chile. We're talking about heading down. Yum! No, nope. a lot of good Malbecs, there. A lot of grapes. The computer just turned off. A lot of uh, grapes. I would like to consume oh, down delicious there. Delicious wine. Yep. Delicious wine. What was that wine? If you're a wino out there, what was that app you were using the other day? uh vivino we're not technically sponsored by them yet but Ooh. if anyone wants if to add me on us? vivino and show me the grapes you're drinking that'd be great and i'll send an email to him now so i and can officially say that we're sponsored by vivino and we'll have a bunch of wine show up at the AO office absolutely and that'd be all right <laughs> right to the warehouse uh february 8th panama home <laughs> camp one, cupcake one can guess los angeles i think uh I think that's been announced, right? Yeah, uh, Los Angeles. Th- that doesn't need to be leaked. I mean, we, we know. Now, they have played in Houston. Where uh, is Arizona. Right recently, Phoenix recently. And too. Phoenix. So, it wasn't for sure. Those weren't against Panama, the old canal. <laughs> that's true. Panama's. We're uh, going to stick to the StubHub Center for that one. I'd say Panama's like our one lower tier opponent. And you know what else pisses me off about that? February 8th is a Sunday. That is, I know. Why are we doing Camp Cupcake on a Sunday? I don't know. They do it occasionally and it makes you so mad. That is just brutal. Like everyone, well, I don't know. I'm selfish, so I like to say everyone is stuck under the snow and the yeah. cold bullshit of it's winter. Just us. <laughs> and I just want to go to LA every year for my Camp Cupcake yeah. game. And they put it on a Sunday. I've said it before, but coming back from that trip and, and you're standing at the airport. I mean, last year it was a Saturday Saturday the Saturday uh, before the Super Bowl. Perfect. It's always right around the great. Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah. When's the Super Bowl this year? The first. Oh, so it's a week earlier. Yeah, well, a week. Yeah, that sucks. Anyway, so right. tell me about it. Panama. Uh, that's like our one lower tier opponent, I would say. Uh, maybe Denmark. Denmark's next. Are they any good? Denmark. When you play in, them in Scandinavia, they are. Okay. Yeah. Bob Lee says the Danes. They compete in <laughs> the Danes. In Europe. Are they good? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, March Bob 25th, Lee, I love you. <laughs> March 25th in Denmark. Oh, uh, in Denmark, and then. Switzerland, in Switzerland, six days later. Spice. Check my math on that. And uh, What city are they playing that in? It's not in Zurich, is it? Zurich? We I don't, don't know. know. Oh, that hasn't been a part of the leak yet. No. Okay. I don't know. I hope it's in Zach, Lucerne. Zach, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of Switzerland? Go. Lucerne. <laughs> what's that? Just an, an incredible city. Oh. Mount okay. Pilatus. I uh, spent a lot of time in Switzerland, a couple summers. I was going to say chocolate, but you went geography. Oh, we could you go for Toblerone right now, absolutely. You but split, I'm not in an airport. You want to split one? Yes. All right. I mean, can we cut it? The answer <laughs> is yes. No. All right. So we're down to Switzerland? So w- what's the date? March 31st. Probably. Probably be snowy about that time, no. I would imagine. Maybe not. I don't know. Then Mexico? Mean, and we're not playing in the Alps, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, But, I mean, it's so still no. winter time. Uh, March? God. Late March. Okay. All right. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Mexico, April 15th. Tax day. April 15th. <laughs> Weird that they would announce a game against Mexico in the South on tax day. Can we all agree on that? U.S. soccer loves to pay the bills with a highly attended game against Mexico in the South. <laughs> It just <laughs> <laughs> where it's just where are we hosting them, Corey? I don't know yet. I'm just assuming it's going to be. Oh, okay. I have no idea. You were very adamant. About <laughs> they always okay. okay. All right, like, yeah, all, right all right, all right. I guess I don't know for sure. I don't know what's <laughs> what's on the desk here. I don't know what's been leaked. I don't. I know. guess I don't know either. Okay, I all heard right. from San Antonio folks that it might be in San Antonio. I uh, did not. know And for I sure. don't like. I, I like to think of it as Uncle Sam Day. It's a soccer holiday. It's not Tax Day. That's That's Uncle Sam Day. All right, yeah. I'm on board with that. Absolutely. Cheers. (laughs) All right. So we play Mexico, maybe in the south, uh, on April 15. Possibly. It's possible. A couple of juicy numbers come up next. Netherlands, Can't wait. June 5th, away. Mm. Oh, we that. Zach you H- ever been to the Netherlands? I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have. You want Anything of note happened there? Yeah. Um, let me ask Brunken real quick. you ready to edit? Brunkin, <laughs> no, no, absolutely your not. finger on that stop button. button. But Brunken, as a producer, do we have three and a half hours? <laughs> Sometimes sure. I lose my tra- train of, of thought story is really... this story. <laughs> what city did you go to? Um, so we went to The Hague. What's that? And then we went to Amsterdam. Okay. The Hague was beautiful, though. I'm just kidding. We spent the entire time in Amsterdam, <laughs> got back on the train, and they let us out of the country. Amazing. Um, it's a great place. Great. You like to ride bikes? I do. You do like to ride bikes. <laughs> like we, we've I been over that on this eye podcast before. Eyes of thunder. Why wouldn't I? Gosh, damn. We left Cologne. I mean, it was a 24-hour trip. Emphasis on the trip. And it was, <laughs> it was a blast. Absolute blast. <laughs> so, And the reason we went to Amsterdam was because it was Netherlands' opening game of the 2006 World Cup. Um, so we watched it with their fans there okay. instead of the ones that went to Germany to watch the game, just in their own bars and pubs. And it was it was fantastic. Fantastic. Nothing of note to share uh, five days later. Um, yeah. No, I had some Dutch apple pie. I had um, uh, some great beers, a lot of Grolsch. Dwight ended up behind the bar um, <laughs> pouring his own Grolsch. Wow, and the bartender basically just left and left us the bar, and we sat there and drank, and Dwight ripped joints up the wall and threw them out. And American <laughs> Outlaws does it. not promote this type of behavior. <laughs> uh, well, great. I can't imagine. <laughs> well, great. <laughs> I can't imagine anyone going into that game will want to drink or do anything else, you know, unsightly there. But absolutely it would be not. Beautiful. Uh, I mean, we just played them in a friendly a way. We actually had a really good uh, American Outlaws crew at that game. Uh, yeah, was I that? we to go to that Stu one. Holden was injured that game. I'm pretty sure. I remember something with Stu Holden in that game. It was. We'll have yeah. our fact checkers do that. Oh, yeah. was that in the games games? game that Jay no, Hong like did yeah. that? Brandon Dion. Yeah. Oh, that crazy tackle. Broken. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, and, and we had probably uh 50 to 100 a row at that game. Oh yeah, because uh, ESPN the magazine had an article. about Yes, it yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, them walking through town. And That's why I've seen pictures of that. All right, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but yes, yeah, so we're going to go round two be on fun. the Dutch. Oh, What if they call up Stu Holden for that? Is he back playing? He should be soon, right? I read yeah. an article about him. I about read recently, the article as well, but I haven't heard anything about him playing. So he's not, not be back, back yet. yet. No. Well, we wish him luck, don't we? Absolutely. Love Sue Holden. Uh, love you th- th- Stu. Five days later, Billy of the Beast, the World Cup champs, as Bob Lee would say. The, the- Dutch. <laughs> and then the Deutsch. <laughs> is that what he would say? <laughs> I don't think so. The Germans. In Germany, Brunken, thinking about going to that? Br- Brunken's uh, wife I'd is love very, to go. very uh long line of uh, German, right? In your in your adopted family. Not adopted. We, we just <laughs> like the beer really. Yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> gotta go to uh, standard. <laughs> you get, you're going to Cologne, right? That's where the game is. I mean, it, it's it's a top. I mean, that's right in between the two Cologne. women's World Cup games too in Winnipeg. So it's going to be Ooh. a busy like two to three weeks right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the women you. are in, like the tenth, and Germany is like the eighth, something like oh, that. Man, Germany is the tenth. Uh, the so two Winnipeg
1: games are the eighth and the twelfth.
0: <laughs> Flip that, reverse it. You guys <laughs> ever seen Willy Wonka? I have not actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I was looking it up as you said that, and I also. And we'll carry on. That. Uh, but all right, so that's a, a saucy one, as they oh, would it's, say. It's going to be fantastic. Would love to go to that. Brunken's going to go. You lucky somebitch. And the last time we played them, we absolutely beat the shit out of them. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Germany didn't they beat us in the World Cup? <laughs> in the World Cup? Uh, yeah, a few weeks. Well, that one doesn't later. count. I'm talking about <laughs> we won the over. We won the. I'm talking about the day the indivisible shirts came out in Boston. Yeah. That was Spain, man. Hammered them for nothing. <laughs> that was Spain. <laughs> that was Germany. What they were in green? I think you're con- the indivisible shirts were Spain, uh, but we did kill the Germans in like where is that city? Now World like- War II, i I'm gonna No. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, <sighs> So Germany, we're in Germany, in Cologne. Brocken. can I recommend a bar or two for you, Zach? I know can because we stayed there for three weeks uh, in 2006. Uh, we rode some bikes. We uh, Zach attended an odd party. We, yeah, we went to some some really interesting parts of Cologne. It's yeah. a great city, though. Oh, it's awesome! It's the a great Dom, city. The uh, cathedral right there. Yep. But anyway, so that's <coughs> the future. Of American or American, U.S. soccer this uh, next six months or so. These guys are both on their computers. I'm just going to talk to myself. Uh, I'm just so I'm, I'm just so pissed about this. Uh, okay, so we beat them four to three. We scored four on them. I didn't know that they came back like oh, that. Oh, you're thinking of DC? Yeah, DC. Yes. Where we dis-
1: dominated them four three. Well, okay. that's why I
0: stopped <laughs> I said four zero. I stopped listening to because uh, well, as an American outlaw, when the U.S. scores four, the final result is four zero. Yeah, you forget the other. If thing. we score two, the final result's two zero. That's true. Okay, I like that a lot. Look, I've been to a lot of games. I've been supporting this <laughs> team for years. Some run together. In here, I was correct, and I am just <laughs> trying to save my face. So for the last minute that I didn't pay attention to you, it was to find this. And look at that. Germany wearing green jerseys, just like I called it. You're correct. Bruh. Now I know what you're talking about. Because you said 4-0, and you said the Indivisible shirt, which to me is awesome. I could have sworn that was the same game, but you know what? Hey. All right. Like the party. Now that we're on the same page, let's strut forward. Are we?
2: The Keep strutting.
0: The ladies. The group of death. Woo! Friday was the big draw for the Women's World Cup. The U.S. Women's National Team. It was Saturday morning, Corey. Wow, I said Friday. That's all right, Corey. Down in Brazil for the World Cup draw. God, it was. I was sick on Friday. Getting ready for this summer's Women's World Cup in America's hat. My days run together, brother. Uh, Australia. First thing that comes to mind, go. Kangaroos. (laughs) Didgeridoos. Nice. Good answer. Good women's soccer team. That's the other thing. Okay. Next, Sweden, Pia Sundhage. First thing that comes to your mind, Pia Sundhage. Why is that funny? It really is. There's no way. <laughs> it is. It's a former U.S. women's coach, now coaching there. Freddie Youngberg. The (laughs) only man to ever have to sit out a match at Arsenal for getting a red tattoo because he's had an allergic reaction to the red ink. Forgot about that. (laughs) You want to fact check me for the next 10 minutes? (laughs) Let's talk to the interns. Interns! Hey! Fact check! Guts! Yep. I'm right. (laughs) Get back in the garage. (laughs) Uh, So Sweden are probably our... One of our biggest nemesis, I would say. I would assume so. Right I mean, if there. you think of world powers in women's soccer. There's only one. You think of the well, United the top States five, of America. The top really. five are U.S. Uh, two is probably United States of America. Three's is U.S. Um, women's national team. Okay. Four is USA. probably U.S. women's U-12s. <laughs> and then the fifth is probably sweet. That's true. So, so I we mean, got our arch right. nemesis. They're right up there. Four of our arch nemesis. I mean, if there's one out of that five that you'd want to draw in a World Cup, it's Sweden. That's true. <laughs> we got them. You know what? You know what we should do? We should What's call that? up Kristen Press pretty soon and hear her thoughts. You, my good friend, are in luck. U.S. We are going to have. national team forward Kristen Press. Kristen Press on the program for your listening enjoyment here oh in just God. a little bit. Who has that kind of pull? Brunken? I guess so. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. And then the third team we can talk to Kristen Press about is Nigeria. I know nothing of their women's team. Do you? No, I get tons of emails from them. (laughs) Their women's team? Yeah, all the time. Um, (laughs) First thing that comes to my head, my good friend Yinka is from Nigeria. Huge Nigeria fan. Uh, Can I – quick story, one second story. Corey, I think one of the things that got me into international soccer – I played soccer with Yinka, as did you, Justin, growing up – uh, this thing called the European Champions was on TV. We were like... I've got to interrupt here old. because I just need to let our listeners know that their their team name was called the Mailman. Oh, yeah. M- M-A-I-L-M-E-N. Because we deliver. <laughs> All right? Uh, but my, our friend Yinka on our team invited us over to watch this thing called the Africa Cup of, Cup of Nations. Oh, this is a great... No story, idea actually. what was happening. We went over... The whole team went over there. It was like... Not the whole team, like eight of them. This is like mid 90s. And, and we were watching this right? game all. Yeah. yeah. Mid 90s. Yeah. Watching this game on the shit stream. No idea how we got this stream. It <laughs> was not on US TV. Like dial US TV. up cape, like dial up internet. Something. Yeah. <laughs> and. <laughs> yeah. That. And. Uh, we were watching it, just talking, hanging out, and he's just fixated on the TV. And they score right at the end. JJ Akocha, Yinka, who is a pretty quiet guy for the most part, really nice, easygoing guy, rips off his shirt and is running through Jared's <laughs> house, like complete stranger's house, just screaming. I was like, "What is this passion?" Now I get it. You know, now you get it. Now we've done that. We've. Done it's that all guy. just JJ Akocha passion. That's what hits me when I look at Nigeria on this team sheet, but so. Anyway, the ladies' big couple games coming up. The ladies are down in Brazil right now. For uh, they have four upcoming friendlies, I believe. Correct, there. four of them. But we should dial up some Brazilian uh, phone lines and see if we can get. Do You want to call lines? her now? I think we should. All right, we're going to move on to and Press, U.S. Women's National Team forward. Outlas Podcast. We are joined by U.S. Women's National Team Forward, Kristen Press. Kristen, how are you?
2: Hi, I'm fine. Thanks for having me tonight.
0: Excellent. Yeah, you bet. We're, we're really appreciative of, of, uh, of your time. Tell us uh, where in the world you are today.
2: I am in Brasilia uh, with the team. We're preparing for four matches um, starting on Wednesday. Um, so we're excited about that. We get to play in um, a really great Cup venues.
0: Yeah, cool. Uh, Hi, Chris, and this is Corey with American Outlaws too. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I uh, I guess first things first, the draw on Friday was pretty rough. (laughs) Can you walk us through what your initial thoughts were seeing uh, those teams? For anybody who doesn't know, it was uh, Australia, Sweden, and Nigeria. We're in the uh, group of death for sure for this uh, (laughs) summer's Women's World Cup in Canada. What were your first thoughts seeing those three teams?
2: Well, I think uh, the group of death is for everybody else to say for us. um,
0: I like it. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I'm really excited about it. When I got to step back and really think, um, I think each team uh, presents unique challenges for us, um, and it'll give us an opportunity to focus on a lot of different things in preparation, uh, which I think could be an advantage for us getting into the latter stages of the tournament. Um, And... We're really familiar with Australia and Sweden, so I think that but it's also kind of, it's a little bit fun, you know in the build up knowing that I'm going to be playing with and uh, some of these players in then de Bruxelles and uh, my former teammates in Sweden um, that I'm going to be able to see them in Canada and um, play against to play against people that you know always is like a little extra motivation, so uh, I think that. There was no surprise from us when we got our draw uh, because we know that we have uh, drawn great opponents and that we have our work cut out for us. But um, I think that our team is very confident um, in knowing that the work will be challenging, but we're absolutely going to put in the time and effort it takes to be successful in in the World Cup and in such a tough three preliminary matches.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and and walk us through since since your familiarity f- uh, familiarity with the the opponents is so high, you know, from a tactical perspective, what are um, you know the strengths and weaknesses uh, of each of the three teams? Obviously, Australia and Sweden. You know the players personally, but from a tactical standpoint, you know, where where is the US going to have an advantage, and and what are you guys focusing on as you lead up to camp to uh, to defend from these teams?
2: Well, I think that. First and foremost, our mentality, our tactics, everything. I think that it's important for our group to recognize that if we are the best team that we can possibly be in all three of those games, um, everything else is secondary. Um, And Jill's made that very clear from her time at being the head coach, and, and especially after the draw, that we're here in Brazil now and we're working on us. And in our camp in January, it's kind of a, a bigger camp and um, domestic in LA, not playing any games. So it's a ton of really hard training. And those are the moments that we focus on on ourselves. And I think that that's sort of our mentality and structure leading up to the World Cup right now. Um, of course, I, we do know the teams very well. There's a lot of Australian players that um, are in the NWSL and playing with us, and uh, just our history with Sweden, playing them in the group before, playing them in the Algarve, um having a ton of our players in their uh, domestic league, and then, of course, Pia and Tony. Yeah, what's uh, a- The connection is, <laughs> Sorry the connection to interrupt is you, but- unbelievable. No, go ahead.
0: <laughs> well, she was a pretty popular coach uh, when she coached us. Uh, I-, I don't think she coached you at any time. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but. Uh, uh, is there any weird any weirdness with some of the players that are playing against Pia Sunhagi, the old US coach?
2: Before uh, she left us, um, and I think that there was a little bit of weirdness at first because, but we've played them a few time since the time when i was in sweden she came to the games and um they were in the the swedish team was in la so i think that the weirdness kind of already phased off and by the by the time we get to the world cup it'll be a few years behind us um and i think it's you know more of that mutual respect um and that
0: (laughs) sorry we're having a little bit of trouble you're cutting out a little bit so if there's a weird long pause from us, that's what that is, but okay. we know how it is, right? We were in Brazil for a summer and <laughs> I could not get the
2: Wi Fi, uh,
0: yeah, a text message, much less a phone call. So, anyway, <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about your positional shift. Do you see yourself? Because I mean, lately you've been playing out wide more as a forward um, or than as a forward. Uh, do you see yourself as a forward? No, you, you have. As much competition up front as anyone in the world, I would imagine, at that position. Uh, do you see yourself as a forward only, or do you uh, mind playing out wide, I guess?
2: Well, technically, I like to think that I'm still playing forward, even when I'm in the wing space. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But <laughs> um, I guess the main difference is just my familiarity and comfort. Nine. For three solid years um, in Sweden, and I just kind of learned the nuances and the small movements and the subtleties of the position, to where I didn't have to think, I didn't have to uh, worry about my positioning. It just all came naturally by the end. Um, and so now I'm in that new transitional period where you're 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 thinking a little bit, you're reminding yourself, um, okay, get back wide, get back on defense, like step left. You know, um, the, the small little things that you know, in six months' time will then be natural. So I think it's more of a learning curve than anything else. And as soon as it clicks, we'll be off and re-
0: Sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, sorry about that. You just cut out for just a second there at the end. But, um, you, you know, you had talked about this opportunity that's in front of you. So for us as, a, as supporters and the American Outlaws across the country and across the globe, um, you know, what does it mean now that you're, you're, you're starting to become a mainstay in the team and, and really performing well? What does it mean to, to represent your country at such a big tournament?
2: Well, I, I think it's the dream come true. know it's right in front of me and of course there's a lot of time and change and ups and downs that will happen between now and then but this country and to play on such an amazing team um, I think that we we play for the fans to kind of show the world how far we've come and uh, how far women's sports have come and what this means to us, uh, female athletics, in our country. And, you know, there's a lot of things that we have to prove. And it's-
0: Yeah, sorry, you're cutting out real bad now. It wasn't bad earlier, but it's getting a little worse. <laughs> uh, but I guess we can summarize by saying we're... Uh, as American Outlaws, we're going to be there in Canada. We're looking forward to it. We're really proud of you guys and really thankful for all the hard work you guys do. And uh, it cannot be easy to be number one of the world and have the entire world gunning for you. So uh, I, don't, I don't know what that's like personally. So we're, <laughs> we'll, we'll just have to live through you. But uh, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us and uh, bring on, home the cup on behalf of all of American Outlaws. Uh, thank you, and we'll see you in Canada. Unless, you know, there's somebody down in Brazil right now, some AO people down there. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't heard. They're all over the place. Fish. That'd be awesome. They certainly are. <laughs> yeah. But. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Kristen. We you really appreciate uh, your time tonight. And, uh, again, we're joined by uh, Kristen Press, U.S. Women's National Team uh, Forward. And thanks again. Go get
2: them.
0: Good night, guys. Good night. Back with somber tones. Missed you guys because the uh, uh, the Wi-Fi in Brazil was was not up to snuff as we wanted. So we we deeply apologize for that. We're we're gonna try and clean that up in post production as well as possible. And Kristen had some amazing answers for us. And and unfortunately, technology rears yeah, its guys, ugly head again. I can speak on behalf of. <clears throat> Myself and Brazilian internet, it sucks. It's not, um, it would be what's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> work, working, L- livable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, super bummed about that. We're 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 pumped that uh, Kristen was able to join us tonight. She's also going to be taking over our Twitter. Uh, we apologize we didn't get to the Twitter questions, there was a bunch of super good ones, um, and we had a rapid fire. Um, event to do with her tonight and we unfortunately didn't get to that so she'll be taking over the twitter account and you can get those questions answered for sure thanks Kristen, for joining us anyway but uh we'll trudge on i guess until the twitter takeover you know sometimes that's what they say you just gotta press on see what i did there (laughs) see what i did and Dan's not even on the line yet yeah. to do that. They do all the puns. puns. Um, He's on his way. Well, I just punned him. We think we're <laughs> going to get uh, Dan Wiersma on the phone here pretty soon. A it, lot of you might know Dan from A- or uh, Free Beer Movement fame. Also helps out with uh, American Outlaws National and uh, part of the uh, AO Austin chapter. Does so, you run an AO Austin these days? Um. Uh, yeah. Of course. Uh, duh. Dan's, uh, Dan wears a lot of hats <laughs> He does He brought them all to Dublin Which, which we, we haven't all even they. talked about he likes That we all away, just got back from Ireland He likes to well. away free beer too Something like that He yeah, wears well, a Waldo least. hat too It's well, one yeah, of his definitely. many hats um, Always probably see Dan seen Dan at a US game or two Wearing a Waldo outfit Yeah So, so yeah, I say we get him on the phone And ask him uh, about this uh, Women's World Cup draw he, Interns Get Dan on, get the down on the phone now Should be any second. back on the American Outlaws podcast, and we are extremely, extremely gutted to introduce Dan (laughs) Wearsma. I was overjoyed. I don't know why Dan says that. Hi, Dan.
1: Hello, gentlemen.
0: Daniel, my friend. How are you? How is the free beer movement? Catch us up on everything U.S. soccer.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, it all started back when I was a child. Okay, speed it up. (laughs) And, and and now we're here today. The end.
0: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Yeah, we're joined by Dan from Landon, the free.
1: Landon, Landon Donovan, R.I.P.
0: Oh man, how good is Landon Donovan? Just got done talking about Mr. Donovan. Uh, did you watch that game yesterday, Dan, in Los Angeles?
1: I I watched it here from Austin, Texas. I invited over uh, 40 of my closest friends and, and showered them with free beer. Oh, and uh, you needed it. That by all.
0: Nice. That was a pretty cagey match, but yeah, I <laughs> I I was excited to have a lot of people like Captain Jacks to watch that game, but then it was a pretty bore fest, I thought. It was pretty was you know, not a lot of attacking play, but fun to see Landon go out as a winner, am I right?
1: I wanted to see Lee Wynn go out as a winner.
0: <laughs> I, and I wanted to see Charlie Davies go out as a winner. So, whatever, Corey. <laughs> was that Lee Wen upon
1: No, it it wasn't, but it should have been. I'm I'm going to retroactively ask for a pun. I can
0: never tell with you. So, Dan, uh, European vacation. How uh, Dan got to go watch the United States of America play in London and in Dublin. Dan, how was uh, your trip? Tell
1: us about it. I felt like I was supporting Barbados after watching us get our asses handed to us so significantly abroad.
0: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Ditto. I know, man. How was, I bet that I I didn't get to go to London. Did it feel like you were in, uh, Bogota? Yeah, yeah, Bogota is the city I was trying to think of. (laughs) It looked uh, Uh, like we were a little outnumbered in the stands that game.
1: Yeah, no, that was was overwhelming. I mean, I, I was certainly not expecting when I went through the turnstiles of Craven Cottage and, Went up and over, uh, you know, the the stairs there to get into my seat. I was not expecting to see all of that yellow. And that was an incredible experience. I mean, if you were neutral watching that game, which obviously I was not and, and none of us were, um, it would have been an incredible atmosphere. But I was, I was really thinking that there were more Americans living in London. <laughs> and apparently they we went all? to what? Apparently they were all stuck at the Miami Dolphins game or whoever is playing a Wembley the week before uh, <laughs> yeah. because there were about six people for the USA outside of our section. Um, I don't think the embassy even bothered to send anybody over to that match. Um, so, but it was a it was a gorgeous stadium. Um, so quaint, so cool.
0: Doesn't it make it um, you know that a lot easier at McBride's to get a beer then since they only serve Americans?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even bother to try to get a beer in the stadium. I think that's the first time I've never had a beer in a stadium, minus then p- the following week in Dublin. Right. Um, I didn't even want to deal with that um, yeah, because of you... their ridiculous rules. Right,
0: yeah. Yeah, I had completely forgotten about that when me and Corey and, and the guys went over in 2008 for U.S. versus uh, England, England and, and Beckham's 100th cap. We were shocked that yeah. you couldn't bring a beer into the stands.
1: Well, why didn't you ask Corey about his ninja beer in Dublin?
0: <laughs> well, because I saw it then the next week. This <laughs> hadn't happened yet, Dan. It's called Chronological Order. <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, did you get a chance to go into McBride's at all or no?
1: No, no. I heard it's actually just a really, really tiny little bar. I mean, um, you know, I, I, I tried calling Brian myself, but it was a different Brian. That was Brian Hexel, so that didn't really help at <laughs> I
0: don't all. Usually that works out better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, McBride's uh, is a bar within Craven Cottage named after Brian McBride. Maybe you've heard of him? Uh, but yeah, anyway, so pretty forgettable game, I would say. I, I thought we played alright in the first half, and uh, I, I I embarrassingly had to miss the second half because I was getting on the plane to go to Dublin. So, Ugh. yeah, it's the first half of soccer I've missed since like, or U.S. soccer I've missed since like 2005, I want to say. I'm too embarrassed to tell you the half that I missed. Which one's that? Uh, the only time, and it happened the exact same reason, where you can't actually physically watch a game for as big a fans as we are, um, was the second half of the it's Confederations F- Cup yeah. final. <laughs> oh, man. Had to get on a plane watching it, walking down the runway backwards, <laughs> Yeah. watching Landon on the So score. you must have thought that we just won the Confederations Cup. Uh, landed, turned my phone on, and we had lost. Yeah, <laughs> brutal, brutal. I,
1: I also missed the second half of the Confederations Cup final because I was on a boat that was going across uh, a lake in Nicaragua, and I was able to watch the first half of the game, Ugh. and then the signal went dead on this jankety old TV in the middle of a river, (laughs) uh, middle of a lake in Nicaragua. So, and,
2: uh,
0: yeah, so it's our fault basically, basically me me and Dan were watching. In in, in my
1: mind, in my mind, Charlie Davies and Blaine Donovan were the power couple of 2009.
0: Basically uh, Beasley never gives that ball away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, Dan, we, we appreciate you jumping on today. Um, so we just had Kristen Press on from the U.S. Women's National Team, uh, and we know that you're you're following tight with the rest of the supporters getting ready for the Women's World Cup. Give us uh, give us your rundown of the draw yesterday. It was uh, it's an ugly one, but then keep in mind we're we're the best that's ever played the game.
1: Yeah, you know I'm, I think it's really interesting um, because you know a lot of people have mentioned that this is a group of death, and and, and there's also a lot of people saying, oh, that doesn't even look like that hard of a draw. And if you look at the way the Women's World Cup is broken down, it's that you're never going to get seeded. You know, when you're the number one team in the world, everybody else is looking up at you. And so, you know, the teams that get drawn in your group, you're not going to see the Germanys and the Japans and, and stuff like that. But, you know, you have the potential to draw a lot of really solid second-tier teams. And ultimately, um, and I'm sure as, as Kristen said uh, herself, the United States was given the most difficult draw if if you could get all of the you know uh second tier strong teams and, and most people would say that Sweden is actually a first tier yeah. team we we got them you know we got the hardest team in africa in nigeria we got australia which has uh historically always given us fits um you know we 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 scrapped them out but then of course sweden is um you know for not for some geographical things, should have been one of the, the seeded teams, and they're now in our group. And, of course, they're coached by the former women's national team coach, uh, Pia Sunhage. So, we're, you know, we're, we're definitely going to have our work cut out for us. Uh, yeah. But it's going to make us stronger for it when, when we escape it and then we, we smash our way to the final.
0: Yeah. Uh, Chris Press, who we just had on, was talking about how this – like battle tests you when you, when you play really good teams in the group stage. And, uh, she, I love that she said it like, yeah, when we progress to the second round and and further, we'll be, we'll have, or be all battle tested. And it's like, as, uh, I, I look forward to the day when the men's team can be like, yeah, when we progress, we can, we can, you know, draw back to a, a hard group stage as battle testing us, you know, like she's, it's not even a doubt in our mind. Like there's just a winning mentality in our camp, and uh, it's exciting to have that kind of uh, expectations on our backs. I would say.
1: Well, it's certainly an interesting perspective. I have to come from you know like this is must. This must be what the Brazils and the Germans and the Spains of the men's world feel. You know, like right, right. literally be like the if you do anything less than the finals. You know, it's a disappointment. Um, you know, if you don't. If you don't win the whole tournament then, you know, like fire everybody. Um and, and I think that's a really interesting perspective to come, especially as, you know, I'm sure a lot of our members are, are becoming emerging women's national team fans just, you know, as they're as they're finding their feet as as men's national team fans. And yeah. so to to literally have to switch gears and be like, you know, I'm buying tickets for the final. I mean, I don't I don't think you could only the most <laughs> crazed pens fan would say, All Oh right. yes, yeah, that's for, Tickets for
0: the world cup final right (laughs) so uh but if if uh if if there's a new or a new women's team fan or i guess a new ao member who's a fan of the men's team and this happens a lot where uh the women's team gets uh or announces a friendly in their city and uh you know, they'll go having never been to a women's game before. Is there any subtle differences between the men a men's US game and a women's US game? Would you say, Dan?
1: Yeah, no. I mean, it's it, it's really fascinating. First off, because you you have to kind of really think about you know, there's the whole like I believe that we will win, and like that's just you know that's for for a men's game. That's really <laughs> kind of like the fingers crossed, the hope and a prayer that you can pull it off. Um, whereas like. You have to. I mean, you have to almost get a whole new set of cheers for this women's national team. Because it's more like, oh, we're really sorry we beat you so bad. Well, um, and what do yeah. you do? What do you do
0: for the second half if you're up three nothing? I mean, you don't. Yeah, no one believes we're going to win. Duh. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure, yeah, like it's if, if I mean, we're just going move us to the going to foods, then we
1: will win. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, no, but I mean, I, I think it's. I think it's really interesting because there's, there's there's certainly an air of confidence, but you know you don't want to get overconfident. You know, this is. Um, uh, I often, when I'm, when we talk to chapters about setting women's national team events, you know, we talk about, think about the early days of, of American outlaw support with the men in which you're kind of carving your space in the stadium, you know, and you know, for a long time, there was never that big of a loud in a, in a rowdy part of the men's stadium. You know, of course people were behind the team and, and supportive. Um, you know, but now AO has, has created that kind of anticipation that we're standing and chanting, always singing. Um, Right now, it's, it's it's a brand new field for for AO and, and the women's national team, and so we're really you know always looking at individual members and chapters to kind of carve up that space. And it's the women's games tend to be a little more family friendly. They tend to be um, you know certainly more pro US, so you're almost you're never overwhelmed by the opposition. Yeah, you know every game we've ever played Mexico,
0: there's we've no hostile never been a environment. Right?
1: Yeah, there's no there's no such thing as a hostile women's environment. It's almost like so welcoming you are you, looking for the lemonade stand and you know everybody getting along yeah um. um so you know you never have to which is which is just a whole different dynamic so right. you can't even really compare the two um except for the fact that you know we have a unique opportunity to just kind of really carve out a great spot you know because there isn't the hostile fan and there is kind of this you know quiet family section or loud piercing screaming girls section, there's <laughs> there's there's room for us to to make our mark and, 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 and kind of own the stadium. Whereas we don't have to worry about being drowned out by um you know opposing fans or or you know, or otherwise. Right. You know, I think I think we're have a, a greater opportunity to be louder than, than ever before.
0: Yeah, uh plus the players love it. Like we've seen that. It's it's obvious. The players are uh, you know, are all for us making all the noise in the racket. Yeah.
1: Well, and, you know, the other thing is, is there's there's a certain air of confidence that leads to hopefully we'll develop more, you know, not not condescending chances to the other teams, but certainly an air of, of positivity and 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 support for the women's team because we they they tend to be more successful and, and hopefully that confidence transfers over to to the men's team. Um, you know, where we can someday just be like, this one's in the bag. We don't have to worry about dragging out a one year result right. against Trinidad at home
0: yeah. sometimes. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so uh we got drawn into Winnipeg and Vancouver, right? Uh Yep. Uh anything yeah. of note there? Vancouver's a lovely city that I've never been to. Winnipeg I know nothing about. Beautiful.
1: Um, terribly enough, I heard somebody say that Winnipeg is the only major city in uh, all of the United States and North America that does not have its own craft brewery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is that devastating. so disappointing oh, for you. Oh, my
0: God.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. And we have to, we're going to be there for two days, so I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that the misinformation... They're trying shutting down. Is, Move it to Edmonton.
0: Do you think it's possible to get there three weeks early and brew your own? <laughs> yeah, no. Or how, how are you going to survive? It sounds like a, a great opportunity for you, Dan. Yeah, this this doesn't sound like I'm, a problem. I'm, it sounds I'm, like an opportunity. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm pretty sure the Mounties at the border, because I'm assuming there's Canadian Mounties that run the immigration.
0: Nah, they're not going to stop you.
1: Yeah. They'll have something to say about the kegs of beer that I'm trying to bring across the border.
0: Tell them it's syrup. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll no, I mean I mean well, being in being in two spots and for the first two games should be should be really interesting, um, to kinda to set up shop for, for our events and stuff like that. But obviously I'm really looking forward to Vancouver. Um, most importantly because we get there at the end of the group stage and then we will most definitely return there for the finals.
0: Is the final in Toronto? Is Vancouver. that right? Vancouver, sorry. No,
1: it's in Vancouver. Toronto doesn't host any of the games.
0: Are you going to meet up with Jay Demerit in, in, uh, in Vancouver?
1: Oh, already? We've already made plans. That I'm actually boy. staying at his house. Nice. <laughs> awesome. That is not true, by the way. Sorry, Jay. <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> Jay's Sorry, been on this podcast before. He sure has. He's, he's, a, he's a very nice young lad.
1: <laughs> We're going to have him on the podcast when record it right before the final.
0: Oh yeah, we can do it again. Bless. right. I, I'm, I'm sure he had such a great experience the first time that he'd come and do it again,
1: <laughs> and then have Dan at his house.
0: Like, <laughs> how can you beat that? Well, thanks for joining us, Dan. And uh, of course, yeah. Look forward to a big 2015. Uh, D- Dan's the uh, guy with the Waldo hat, often who you will see at uh, American Outlaws events and uh, U.S. national team games of all sorts. The guy with all the puns too. Yeah, he's Gosh. a he's a punny guy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Dan. You know, I also, I also, I also work for American Outlaws, so you know, you could also just say that too. But I nah. hang out with you guys occasionally. You make it sound like I don't. You don't like me.
0: Nah, we love you, Dan. Whatever, Dan. <laughs> Dan, thanks for joining us. It was, uh, it was a good trip in Dublin. We hope everything's well with uh, the free beer movement. Yeah, we didn't even really talk about Dublin at all. <laughs> well, nothing That's really right. happened. It's
1: a stupid, it's a stupid idea. Anyways, it'll never work. <laughs>
0: Dublin, uh, just a quick wrap up. That was a brutal game. We did not. Team did not play well. Like awful. Game. But Ireland is a lovely country, and it was. Uh, Dublin's a fun city. It was all right. Did you have a good time in Dublin, Dan?
1: I had a great time. Corey, did you find yourself?
0: I did find myself. I went out west by myself for a couple <laughs> days. Played some foot golf. Went to a bar called O'Donohue's. Uh, great time. Went home in a horse carriage. No story there. Uh, by yourself? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Listen, my family comes from Ireland. I had to go We find weren't us. allowed. So me and Dan went to a bar. Corey <laughs> went by himself to the west. <laughs> yeah. Had a good time. All, All right. right. Well, uh, that wraps up Dublin. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> See you, buddy. Thanks, Dan. Bye, guys. Later, Dan. Dan Wiersma my AO for the mayo and the free beer movement. Thanks, Dan. All right. Later. Thanks to uh, thanks to Dan from the Free Beer Movement and thanks, from Dan. American Outlaws for joining us. Miss you already, Dan. We love you. We'll have you on again, I'm sure soon. We love you, but where you go, I will not follow. Please represent the United States of America well in the hat. <laughs> and I'll be there with him. Corey's, so you're going to some games. I'm going to go up to Winnipeg, brother. I've never been to Winnipeg. That a boy, it's an easy drive here. It's like ten in the hours Midwest from here for easy. a World Cup game. Easy get? drive. Yeah, can't wait, man. Who's I'll the wait. first game, Australia? Australia, right? Nice. I believe, yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be real fun. Uh, I went to an Australia World Cup game in Germany when they played Italy in the quarterfinals, I believe. Yeah. What uh, was that? Uh, Australia, Italy. Most positive, confident fans I've ever been. That's when Australia throughout. took them to extra time, right? Wasn't there a no. free kick? No, Italy scored in the last... right. Yeah, game. right at the death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah terrible. That was one of the, one of the best games of that tournament. Italy, actually. Italy dove like disgusting. Francesco Totti. It was I disgusting. think. Oh, disgusting. Uh, uh, but the positivity of the Australian fans was something that stuck with me. Like they were so like confident and this like I was talking to the guy next to me and I was like, "You nervous?" And he he's like, "No, nah, brother." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, <The> an <Australian laughs> accident. <It> was, uh, <laughs> I was gonna see if the interns can <laughs> check that. Hey, can you guys check that? <laughs> Fix it. They're gonna see if that was. Don't look me in the eye. They're gonna see if that was actually an Australian accent. I don't think they're they're gonna. What? No. Nope. They're saying it wasn't. <laughs> okay. G'day. <What>? Uh, <laughs> uh, they basically said. G'day, shrimp on the bobby. We're confident. Uh, you're just, just. I was about uh, hurting. <laughs> Like, it, literally 10%. Like, if there's one out of the five people that listen to this, it just <laughs> happens to know someone from Australia, they're, so they're offended. Yeah, I don't blame them. That's just awful. <laughs> we can just lop this podcast off about 15 minutes before oh, this. Oh, yeah, chop, up. chop, chop. That's a beauty. And, and what Ronka does, he just leaves it. So <laughs> you guys have to listen to it. Yep. Every time I request an edit, never happens. It was a good show. Today. We had Chris and Press. Thanks again for joining us Thanks, from the uh, U.S. Women's National Team prior to... Well, shit, two days after the draw and, and uh, prior to the World Cup this summer. We will be seeing you in Canada. Our good friend Daniel. Thanks, as always. Corey. Dan- or, uh, Zach, thanks for having It's me. great to grace these microphones with you again. It's been too long. You're welcome. Uh, thanks to the interns. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. We're out of here. I rub my shoulders. Enjoy some music, some tunes. Download the next one. It'll be way better, I, I promise. Thanks, guys. Thank okay. you.